Good afternoon. This is Elizabeth Smith McCrossan here to provide you with my weekly constituency MLA update. Today is Monday, May the 3rd, and my mission as your MLA for Cumberland North is to serve you, the people, to build unity and trust, to influence legislation and public policy for the greater good, to educate and build capacity promoting our people and our area, and working to build a world-class healthcare system and improving our overall population health. That is my purpose. That is my mission that I strive to achieve and focus on each and every day of the week. Well, now that the spring sitting of the legislature is complete, again, my work is focused here on constituency work in Cumberland North. My work is a combination of reactive type work, responding to the messages of the people I represent, as well as proactive type work, working with others in our community on making significant improvements. Last week in politics, uh, my work included, but was not limited to, the following topics and areas. Uh, Lack of psychiatrists, persons without a family doctor, sexual assault, and our justice system problems housing uh, access problems, community health care services in disarray and lack of access to community health supports, road issues, in particular gravel roads, lack of access to vaccines for COVID-19, and Nova Scotia New Brunswick border problems, specifically right now for our health care staff, including doctors, nurses, respiratory techs, and other allied health care professionals that live in New Brunswick but work here in our health care system. I also had several meetings, and some of them included a meeting with the PEI School Food Program. Every student in Prince Edward Island has access to a healthy lunch program, so me and others here in Cumberland are trying to learn more how they went about doing it, and we would love to see something equally good for our students here. I also had a meeting with Al McNutt of Northern Healthy Connections discussing opioid and other drug addiction programs and supports here in Cumberland. I had a meeting with Nova Scotia Power bureaucrats and discussed problems of too many power outages here in our area. We also discussed the need for improved vegetation management, which would prevent power outages during windstorms. I was pleased with the discussion and they did provide me with information showing where there are significant upgrades being made to the infrastructure in our area. I also attended and participated in the annual general meeting for the Emerson Area Chamber of Commerce. I did a presentation of my work as MLA along with the mayor of Cumberland County, Murray Scott, and the mayor of Amherst, Mayor Cogan. I had another meeting with Municipal Councillor Jennifer Hotailing, who is an incredible worker and visionary for the people of Pugwash and area. And I look forward to continuing to make things happen in the Pugwash area with Councillor Hotailing. This week in politics, due to the town of Amherst closing the building that my MLA office is in due to the latest lockdown throughout the province, I am working daily from my home office. However, if there is a need to meet in person, we can arrange to do so. For example, if someone needs a document to be notarized, please let my assistant know and I will be pleased to do so. We can make arrangements and ensure that all public health pandemic protocols are being complied with. The phone number for my office is 902 
661-261-2288. My staff are also required to work from home, but are responding to every phone call and every message from their home office as well. This week is the beginning of the lobster fishery here on the Northumberland Strait, and I have three wharfs that will be sending out lobster boats, leaving tomorrow morning at 6 o'clock. The Pugwash, the Wallace, and the Malagash wharfs will all have lobster fishers leaving for lobster early tomorrow morning. I look forward to actually attending myself and seeing the boats off in person, and I'd like to send my wishes for all fishers and their families wishing them most of all safety and also a successful lobster fishing season. I'm also looking forward to a great feed of lobsters myself later in the week. This week, I will also be following up on many of the items that I've mentioned earlier, working to best represent the people of Cumberland North, working to improve processes and policy for the people of Cumberland North, whether it is working on solutions to bring family physicians here to Cumberland North, or working with victims of sexual assault to stop the victimization and abuse by persons in positions of power. Many people have contacted me about COVID-19 testing. It is a weekly requirement for anyone living here in Nova Scotia and working in New Brunswick. But last week, Due to the large backlog in COVID-19 testing at the lab, I believe on the weekend they said there was 45,000 COVID-19 tests still to be uh, analyzed. The government here in Nova Scotia have asked anyone needing asymptomatic testing, that means that you're getting testing done without any COVID-19 symptoms, they're asking that you only do this type of testing at a pop-up or a rapid testing clinic and leaving the scheduled COVID-19 testing for the lab test for anyone who has symptoms. The challenge is there are no rapid testing clinics or pop-up clinics here in Cumberland, and people are required by the New Brunswick government to have weekly COVID tests. So I have communicated this challenge with our Minister of Health and with Dr. Strang's office, and I recommend until we get word from them to continue booking online for your weekly COVID-19 tests here in Cumberland until or unless there is uh, rapid tests made available in our area. On May the 12th, I will be chairing the Public Accounts Committee for the province. And the topic for public accounts comes from the December 2020 financial report. The topic is COVID recovery and response. The witnesses are representatives from the COVID-19 Response Council, Finance and Treasury, Tourism Nova Scotia, and the Department of Inclusive Economic Growth, which of course used to be called the Department of Business. This topic presents an opportunity for us to get some answers. So please let me know if you have any specific questions you would like asked at the Public Accounts Committee regarding COVID-19 recovery and response, and I will do my best to have these questions asked by my colleague, Mr. Tim Hallman, who sits on the committee. You can email me your questions for public accounts to elizabeth.smith-mccrossan at novascotia.ca. The Cobequid Pass tolls. The tolls continue to be in the news and are an important topic, certainly in our area. As we watch new twinned highways being built throughout Nova Scotia, our residents here continue to be the only ones in the province 
that are required to pay an extra tax and extra toll to drive on the Trans-Canada Highway. I have a communication with the Minister of Transportation during estimates from the spring sitting of the legislature that's quite eye-opening and I've shared that on my Facebook this morning. It's an interesting topic right now in government and I think you'll see it being uh, a topic in the next election. It's controversial even within government because during estimates I brought up the conversation with our Minister of Finance and shared with him that you know there's actually $60 million in surplus cash with the corporation that manages the Cobbequid tolls. And there's only about $24 million left owing in debt, but there's over $84 million sitting there in surplus cash. So the debt could have been paid long ago, uh, even having extra surplus cash available. And legislation says that once the liabilities and the debt has been paid uh, in relation to the Cobbequid Pass, the tolls are to be ceased. That is in legislation. And during this spring sitting, once again, I did um, push for our Minister of Transportation to do so. So our Minister of Finance actually supports the removal of tolls, but our Minister of Transportation does not. So ultimately, the decision does lie with the leader of the province, who is currently is Premier Rankin, and we'll certainly be continuing to advocating for the removal of tolls here because it's an extra tax on the people living here in Cumberland North. Pandemic update, vaccination. Vaccination is the most important tool to fight the pandemic that we are all living through. Some of you may have seen on my social media posts on Facebook or on Twitter about the lack of vaccine that we've actually had here in Cumberland County. I will not sit back quietly when I know that decisions are being made to not bring vaccines here for our people. The fact is, people in government are people like you and I, but they're placed in positions of leadership and they are making decisions. And someone is making a decision to not bring AstraZeneca vaccine here to Cumberland. Someone is making a purposeful decision to place that vaccine in other parts of the province, but not in Cumberland. The AstraZeneca vaccine has been available for younger Nova Scotians, and for most of the month of April, it was available for persons age 55 to 64, but the vaccine has not been in Cumberland for an entire month. Now the vaccine is available for persons age 40 to 64, and again, it's still not available here in Cumberland County. So the only way you would have access to that vaccine is if you left our community and traveled to Truro or Halifax, which I believe people should not have to do. This is not equity. This is unfair management of vaccine supply, discriminating the people of our area. I have been asking quietly, respectively, through emails, phone calls, and in the legislature since April the 5th. And unfortunately, it has not reaped any change. So on Friday, I asked our three mayors of Cumberland to please add their voices to the request for equity and fairness of vaccine distribution for here in Cumberland. Mayors Murray Scott of Cumberland, Cogan of Amherst, and Mayor Greg Henley of Oxford. You too can add your voice by sending an email to COVID-19info at novascotia.ca and ask for fairness and equity for the residents of Cumberland County. 
My colleague Tori Rushton in Cumberland South has also been calling on government the last two weeks to provide AstraZeneca vaccine to our people. As of Monday morning, persons age 50 and up can receive a Moderna or Pfizer vaccine, and those vaccines are currently available here in Cumberland, and you can schedule your appointment by going online and booking. It seems to be the easiest way to do so. If you don't have access to a computer or unable to book online, the phone number to book is 1-833-797-7772. What I'm being told is that it's quite a long wait over the phone, but if you do not have access to a computer, then I recommend making that phone call. And again, I'll give you the number. It's 1-833-797-7772. Please help anyone in your community that you know may need assistance. If you're having problems, please call my office and my staff will also assist you. We had a vaccine booking help center set up on Victoria Street, but unfortunately we did have to close it right now during the provincial lockdown rules. We will open back up though, once we are able to do so. COVID-19 pandemic update with numbers includes Nova Scotia has, wow, 822 positive cases of COVID-19 as of Monday morning. We have 34 people in hospital and six persons in ICU. We do continue, fingers crossed, to have zero cases diagnosed here in Cumberland County, and the majority of cases in Nova Scotia are in the central region, which is in the Halifax area. Our neighbors in New Brunswick have 136 active cases of COVID-19 as of Monday morning, with four persons in hospital and two persons in ICU. I would like to send birthday and anniversary greetings to anyone celebrating a a birthday or anniversary this week. Also, if you would like a certificate signed and sent to anyone special who's celebrating a special milestone birthday or anniversary, please contact my office and we would be pleased to do that. Right now, due to COVID, I have not been meeting and presenting certificates in person, but I have been signing and mailing them to people as well as taking pictures and sharing on social media so that people know to send greetings. I would like to to send my condolences and sympathies to anyone who has lost a loved one recently. I will mention the friends and families of James Ernest Nelson, June Florence Holloway, Jerry Elizabeth Sperry, Glenna Carty, Gregory Andrew Jordan, Patricia Pat Braden, and also many of you may have also heard former Nova Scotia PC Premier Donald Cameron has passed away as well. So sending my sympathies and condolences to anyone listening. I'm I'm sure that our former PC Premier Roger Bacon will certainly be saddened with the news of Donald Cameron's passing this morning. I'd like to end today's message with two thoughts. One is, look, it's a beautiful sunny day. It's time to start thinking about gardening. And I'm sure many of you listening have are way ahead of me and have started it long ago with ordering your seeds and getting your garden and your ground tilled and ready for planting. But if you haven't, I would love you to consider making this your year to start growing your own food. 
Those of you that know me know that growing local food, increasing our local food supply is a passion of mine, but it's also something I believe wholeheartedly that our government needs to make a priority. We import uh, 90% or more of our food supply here in Nova Scotia. And one thing that this pandemic has taught us is just how vulnerable we are when it comes to our local food supply chains. Just even last week, many truckers were very upset with the latest border restrictions and rules, and there was threats of uh, not bringing uh, supply into the province of Nova Scotia. And we need to understand that we are currently in a very, very precarious and vulnerable position by being so reliant for on others for our food supply. And I believe each one of us can start in our own homes by growing some of our own local food. And I will continue as your MLA to work with government, both in my own caucus as well as uh, the current Liberal government, to work on solutions to increasing our local food supply here in the province of Nova Scotia. So think about buying some seeds, think about getting some soil, whether you live in an apartment or whether you have your own property, and challenge yourself to grow some local food this spring and summer. The last thing I will say today in my weekly constituency update is that truth matters. My job as your MLA is ensuring that you, as a resident of Nova Scotia, receive equity and fairness when it comes to government services and products. This includes vaccine. It includes vaccine to fight the COVID-19 pandemic. There's many times in my position as MLA where I've been left speechless after someone shares blatant misinformation. I always try to give the person the benefit of the doubt assuming that they would purposely not choose to not tell the truth. Sometimes, the fact is, sometimes in politics, people will twist or manipulate words. I've, I've had that happen to myself as well. Even recently in a five-minute interview with a reporter about the Nova Scotia-New Brunswick border, the reporter chose to only show about six seconds of a five-minute interview, and the clip that they used was a clip to benefit the story that they were trying to tell. It was frustrating for me to see, but I, it was a good reminder that every word written or spoken can be used to support another person's agenda. But I always will tell the truth. I believe that truth matters and that when it is no longer the foundation of our work for any of us, we are on a dark path. I bring this up because last Friday, a local reporter asked at the press conference by our government why there was no AstraZeneca vaccine in Cumberland for a month. The response was that that wasn't true. The response was discrediting the reporter and myself by saying that what we were saying was in fact false. The truth and the facts are that there has been no AstraZeneca vaccine available for appointments in Cumberland for an entire month. That is the truth, and those are the facts. Truth matters. It always has, it does today, and it always will in the future. That is my standard, and that is my commitment to you. But even when others don't like it, I am going to speak the truth 
as your representative of Cumberland North. Have a great week. Take care of yourself and take care of one another.